Loretto, after seven years of wellness summits, we are going virtual for the first time. Oh, it's very exciting, MP. For all those wellness couch fans who couldn't get to a summit because of interstate or international travel, now you can join us. No border closures for this one. Join us from the comfort of home on September 11 and 12 for a day and a night of inspiring, uplifting, empowering information, insights, fun, and of course, a bit of frivolity. This is a wellness summit like no other. Imagine cooking dinner live with Joe Whitten from your very own home. Or joining in a group conversation with some of Australia's greatest thought leaders in health and wellness. The theme this year is revolution, and you're invited to join us. Tickets are just 97 bucks. You'll receive lifetime access to the recordings and a stack of bonuses when you register. Proudly brought to you by Positive Mentor. The rundown, the speakers, and all the details are at thewellnesssummit.com. Welcome to episode number 71. Today I bring you Rebecca Kladinsky, the founder of the beautiful, sexy swimwear brand, Exist. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next level of greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Hello there, it's Saturday afternoon and the family is home and I'm hoping they're not going to interrupt this intro. My microphone wasn't working yesterday, so I'm glad it is because we can get into the show today. Today you're going to hear about the story and journey about a multi-million dollar swimwear brand that continues to carve the way when others unfortunately have gone into administration over COVID. Rebecca Kleninsky is the founder of Exist, but you're going to hear about the continual name brand changes and the highs and lows and the challenges that she had. What I loved about interviewing Rebecca was she was just, you know, curled up on a chair and just, just so cash and so authentic and you just hear she just shares she just shares absolutely everything the highs and the lows it was such a beautiful moment to interview her and just to see her authenticity really shine through she gives some really great pieces of advice at the end which you can hear how seasoned she is in her entrepreneurship journey just a reminder we have the herpreneur pen giveaway yes i'm so excited about this this is my way to say thank you so much for for rating and reviewing the show on iTunes or on Stitcher, however you actually listen to it. You might be on an Apple, you might be on a, um, or not on an Apple, but you might be on an Apple iPhone, a smartphone, or you might be on Android. But either way, uh, if you love the show, please take a moment to review it and we will definitely send you a pen. How do we send it? Once you review, just contact us and say, hey, this is my review and this is my mailing address so we can pop that in the post. It's not going to the draw four, it is that you actually get a pen. We've got 50 of them to give away. And I just want to say a big thank you for supporting the show and helping us get the message out there. Let's move into today's interview. Everybody, Rebecca Kladinsky of the swimwear brand Exist, spelt double I X double I S T. Very cool. 
Ladies, my goodness, we have a serial entrepreneur here. This incredible woman launched her first business when she was 24 years old. She has had three brand name changes along the way, which we're going to talk about today, the strategy behind it and why. We're going to dive in deep to the entrepreneurial story of Rebecca Kladinsky, who is now the founder and the business owner of Exist exist. Love the name. Love the spurling. Um, welcome to the show, Rebecca. It's so great to have you here today. Thank you so much. You got my last name right. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, let's start off with you 24 years old. You decide to launch a swimwear label, uh, Frankie Swim or Frankie Swimwear. Yep. What the heck was going on at 24 to go, I'm going to start doing a swimwear line? Like where did this come from? How did this all start? Well, I feel like when you've got that in you or you've got that business thing in you and you know that you have to do something and you want to do something but you don't know what it is, that's what the heck was going on. And I was sort of trying to get out, trying to understand what – what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I had always sort of dibbled, dabbled, done a few things on the side of uni um, outside of my regular job and there was just a big hole in the market at the time for swimwear at good prices, high quality. Um, it was really hard being a 20-something and, you know, lay-by still existed then. So we were lay-by in swimwear um, and I just was sick of it. I thought, come wow. on let's try something else. There's got to be another option for us. So when you're 24 years old or probably earlier than that, you're going out shopping, trying on swimwear, nothing you're liking. There's there's not much range out there. So what was the first well, step that you did? you're liking, but it's so expensive. And then for a 20-something back then, yeah. you know, yeah, we can't afford it. So we lay by it. And then we have to wait two months to get into it in time for summer. And then you're in one bikini for summer. Yeah. And I love that you said lay by right. because what have we got now? We've got um, – uh, after pay, after pay now, like, but we that? get it now. Yeah, that's Before, so good. Cool. You have to wait. Yeah, and twenty-four-year-old probably invented that, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, how yeah. do I get this now and pay it off? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's a pretty big jump to do. So, what is it that you did in that first? few months was it were you designing stuff were you looking at lycra like what steps did you take to start going okay I think this is doable well I didn't know what to do I knew what I wanted to do um I am quite active I practice yoga pilates gym that living on the beach I wanted to wear a bikini that I could run into the studio in so I thought okay a bralette something along the lines of a bralette that would support me and still look good um, I actually went to some fabric places. I found my manufacturer overseas. I went to some fabric places and I bought meters and meters of lycra in Australia. I didn't even have any idea that manufacturers could supply that for me. So I ended up shipping off all my first lycras overseas. Wow. Um, just with some ideas, packed my bag, went to Bali and got it going. Oh my gosh. Well, what was some of the hardest things that happened like in that first – how long did it take you actually to get, get it out in the marketplace? What was that sort of time frame from production Probably to – Probably six months. It was, pro- it was very short because the mm. production run was very small, so mm-hmm. within six months. Mm, wow. What were some of the hardest things that you found at the start, like just getting the brand out there, getting people to buy it? What was what were some of the things that you well, find like the challenges – I didn't really have much pressure on myself because I hadn't jumped into it needing to make money, needing to, you know, turn it into a career. So it was just a one 
one foot in front of the other, just trying to understand what Instagram is, how to really sell and how to market when e-commerce was just beginning. So yeah. it was just a learning. The whole thing is just a big learning curve. Wow. So you started it back in 2013, is that right? Yeah. Was yeah. Instagram... Instagram would not have been pumping like it is now. Were there other forms of marketing that you were doing besides Instagram or that you tried? I'm an Instagram business. Wow. So you actually yeah. were probably one of the first to really start. Like Totally. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the first with the bralette bikini, the first one of the first Australian Instagram swimwear brands, yes. Mm. What made you do Instagram then? Was it like was it a handle that you actually loved at that age? Was that something that you were just pretty much on all the time? Or what made you gravitate no, to that? I didn't I didn't really understand Instagram. Um, and it was that's all there was. So Facebook was more of a personal. We didn't really have we didn't have Facebook business then. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't tweet, Aussies don't tweet. And so I just thought, oh, come on, I'll just make an Instagram page and get it going. Post the pictures and, yeah, it wasn't, oh, yeah, it was just a real, yeah. really big learning curve. The whole Don't day. you love the naivety when you start something? What I love is you also were detached from heavy pressure of outcome, except for maybe you've had a bit of an outlay I of what you've that. invested in. But love that. Yeah. yeah, but there was no pressure of the of the, you know, the outcome of that. So I think that helps you move into that space in such a beautiful way, you know, to tap into. so authentic. You just flow through the motions of developing the business and Mm. creating something without having to be someone or make something. You just do it. Yeah. You've had three name changes. Talk us through the different names and what created the changes because – I coach female entrepreneurs and I know how much they're attached to their name and to their brand. And sometimes when I have someone that comes um, to me and they spend so time, much time getting their logo right, I'm like, man, in a couple of years' time, you're probably going to hate that logo. You that you yeah. might change the name because the business will develop as you develop and as things change, it might not be the same identity. So take us through yeah. what happened to you because you've had three changes and you've got a massive following. So I'd love to go there and find out what integrated that each time. Well, yes, I was really attached to the name. In the beginning, I had no idea what a business name really was. My dog jumped on my lap. My dog is named Frankie. Um, and he... I was on the government website and I needed to register a business name and I just thought, okay, it's just going to be Frankie Swimwear now because I'll change it later. And then things just happened too quickly and I never changed it. Um, And I was very attached to that. But then I started to see the name trending. There were other brands, skincare, coffee, clothing. It just became trendy. Um, And then there was another company overseas who had a similar sort of name. We were in a similar sort of um, business Mm -hmm. and I decided to change the name. Just alter it. So I became Frankie, spelt a little bit differently. I dropped off the wear, so we became swim, shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, I think I became detached from Frankie because originally it was F-R-A-N-K-I-E, which is my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. The brand kept growing and growing and growing and, you know, I'm in and out of court, or not in and out of court, I'm just in and out of lawyers' meetings, you know, there's arguments and there's just a bit of back and forth about the name. And I thought, actually, 
no, let's shake things up. Let's change. I want to step away. There are so many, uh, it's time to change. Mm. Um, so it wasn't with a heavy heart that I made the decision to change the name. It was actually quite liberating and refreshing to be able to, you know, talk about what was going on and why I wanted to do this and who we were becoming and why. And this is exist now? This is now exist, yeah? Yeah, it became exist. So I carried over the double I Mm -hmm. from Frankie. There's a bit of sentiment there and I have misspelled the word exist. Um, There is no other word in the English language spelt like that, so I shouldn't encounter any other issues um, unless, you know, it becomes something. (laughs) Well, it will be a bit obvious this time if someone copies it, right? There's no way around it. (laughs) That's okay. We're still going, so we're fine. Mm. Um, But, yeah, that's all it was. In the beginning, I can definitely relate to that attachment with the name. But moving forward as the years passed, it's lovely to just change Mm. and shake things up. Because it's such a courageous move to be able to do that. Um, How how did the name come about? Like was – because it's double I – it, can you spell it for us? Double I. Double I X. X. Double I. Yeah. Yeah. So it still says um, exist. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get that spelling? Like, how, how did that name come about? Like, was that just like in a divine moment when you're out there and you're doing your Pilates or you're running or? Was it was it? no. It was with my partner over. We were in Japan on a trip and. I was sort of coming to him and I was like, I don't know what the name's going to be. This is what I want to do. I need to misspell a word. I don't know how am I going to exist? What am I going to do? How is this going? And it was sort of from that conversation, how am I going to exist? And he thought, why don't you bring this over and spell it? Because really, yeah. So I really just wanted to make a word up, but I didn't know how it was going to get there. Mm. And that's how it happened. Wow. How did your followers take to it how did the people that are loyal to the brand and they've known the brand for years how did they take to it was it really accepting did you cop some flack along the way I have I'm a big believer in um honesty is the best policy and I've always been extremely transparent with my customers you know even with COVID delays, production delays beforehand, really stops, that type of thing, very, very open. So I set a timeline on how we would filter out this information. I was jumping sometimes on the stories and on the posts and typing and really explaining what we were doing and who we were Mm -hmm. becoming and why we were doing this. So the messaging has always been very clear and there has not been any backlash. There's been nothing. Mm -hmm. It's been positive, you know, Mm -hmm. DMs and emails and comments, love the new name, love this, so good to see yeah. a refreshing change yeah and it's really funky like it's like it's yeah. so like it is so modern Edgy. yeah yes yeah. yeah it's yeah. freaking awesome Thank now you. yeah was there a sign or when was there a sign in those first few years in your frank frankie swimwear then frankie swim when was it that you knew like this i'm freaking onto something like this is like was there a significant moment or time that just you were like man I'm in this for the long haul like was there something well, that when happened? you when you say that there are two instances that pop into my head I can't I don't have I can't really articulate what I'm trying to say but one of them was I was on a tr- I was on the treadmill one morning and I had the idea I just remember, oh, you've got to post a photo at seven in the morning. Mm -hmm. And back then I was doing all of this. 
And I remember thinking, if you don't get to 10,000 likes within an hour, you've got to take the photo down. And then I remember thinking, wow, 10,000 likes is a lot of likes within the hour. And I remember thinking, oh, you've got a really good brand. And then there's another moment when I was on a photo shoot and the model who I'm really good friends with said, you're doing so well. Your brand is everywhere. Every time I go onto Instagram, I see it on someone or it's everywhere. And I said, oh, thanks. And I sort of just brushed it off. But upon reflection, mm. yeah, it actually was everywhere. That's a great – I feel like those two little things wow. uh, stick out moments to me and the, the growth of the brand, yeah. Gosh. So how many in your team now? You're saying back then you were doing the posts. How, how many – what's your team look like? Are they all virtual or are they in an office or what is it? Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, we're all working remotely now. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, five even through COVID, lost a yep. few here and there, but yeah, five. Wow. And did you, so you actually had a, an office at one stage before COVID happened, like you're all in the one yeah. Yeah, workspace? Yeah. Oh, um, I have always been in an office and then I purchased a bigger house with an office to the side of the house. So yeah. I brought everything, still have the office. Yeah. Just 10 steps away from front door. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes, like yeah. I was saying to my husband yesterday, do you know, do you think it's time we actually get like an actual, an, an office space? And he's like, why would we have all the overheads? And he goes, when it's you and I, and we've got the luxury of being at home. He said, sometimes I think the office is just the vanity thing to do. Do you know what? He's I like, had that, I, when I first, when things started working, I was like, oh, big office, big warehouse a big this a big that and then I got it all but actually it's a luxury to be at home it's a luxury to be so close to home and to be so casual about things mm-hmm. um so yeah I understand yeah. what you're yeah. saying yeah. it's just nice sometimes just to get dressed up and <laughs> Yeah, like for me when I do the interviews I've got the makeup and the hair done otherwise my hair's in the ponytail <laughs> no, just... I was not wearing this before our interview I was in here in my gym clothes <laughs> hair up we should have just done the gym clothes because I just came back from my workout so we should have just done the gym clothes we've said, you are you doing that Sorry, Looking no, like no. I just said I just came home oh. from a workout quickly. You know, did the makeup, did oh, the next hair, time, and, next yeah, time. next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What the heck did you do? Oh my god, I didn't know to get Kim Kardashian, Jenna, Rihanna to wear these bikinis. Like, take us through. Was there a moment in time where you imagined this when you were younger, like all the celebrities are going to be wearing my costumes, my little bikinis? Like, yeah. how did this happen? What uh, Do you send stuff to them? How do they get to wear it? Well, I'm not a celebrity girl. I don't follow the trends and I'm not really – I don't watch the Kardashians and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but they are all organic. So I remember getting the first one from, no, who was that? They're all, I remember seeing a screenshot that Kim had sent through, not Kim Kardashian herself, her assistant or her stylist had sent through the screenshot saying, this is what Kim's chosen. Could you please send this out to us? She really loves your brand. And I thought, oh, my God, Kim Kardashian's been on my Instagram. She's been on my website. For sure, have everything. Um, yeah. But that's just how it works. We'll get screenshots from their assistants and stylists and they yeah. just come straight to us with the screenshots and I, that's it. Wow. That's so you literally it. like it in an order saying, <laughs> Rihanna, yeah. oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. 
So it's when I say I'm an Instagram business, I'm an Instagram business. Mm. I will have screenshots from these girls and these stylists yeah. on my Instagram wow. on my website. Yeah. So tell me then, how do you get the photo back? Is this something that then they send back and say Rihanna's wearing it, or is this something that you guys just see? Well, then once we know that we've shipped it, we've got our little spies online that are just working around the clock every day, checking up on all of these celeb pages and all of these viral pages. And typically the stylists will let us know when they go on holidays, if you're going to Miami, if they're going overseas or what's happening, so we'll just keep our eyes peeled. Yeah. Um, so there's work involved if it's not a paid thing. Mm. We've got to find the images ourselves. And I remember reading or seeing somewhere that – the one that Kim Kardashian was wearing, it was a little black one, and you said that was one of the original pieces that you've just always had. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, yeah. like what happens when they wear it? Like does the cells just explode for that style? Yeah. So that was one of the first ones I started with. And then Chris Jenner wore it, Kylie Jenner wore it, and we've just had it ever since. And then Kim's wearing it. So, mm. yeah, that's not going anywhere anytime soon. But it just sells out and becomes on it goes on back order. Mm. And then we restock and then it goes on back order. And then we restock and it goes on back order. Gosh. Like I saw Rihanna's one, the little gold one. I was like, oh, I yeah, love that. But do yeah. you sell the body as well? And the bralette that you talk about, my boobs are so big, there's no way I could wear a bralette. Just, oh my god, they're like huge. <laughs> I'd be wearing it in the street. Oh, I'd be like jiggling around everywhere. <laughs> You were like, I remember someone like, you know, they can wear it from the beach to the street and I'm like, there's no way these girls, like, I'll be putting black eyes in people. (laughs) Now, talk about business. We have had, like, the biggest catastrophe this year with swimwear with all these brands just going down, 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 administration, administration. Yeah, yeah. What was it that has held you guys together? Is it because you were online? Like what's happened to, and I know you probably can't speak personally and you don't know what happens behind the scenes with our overheads and all that, but what is it that you're still there being able to, you know, lead the way with swimwear? I feel like, you know, I'm very involved in every aspect of the brand, finances, social media, marketing, everything. Mm-hmm. So I've never taken the finger off the pulse with any of that sort of stuff. And I don't have huge overheads. I'm quite tight with my production lines. I know what's coming in and what's going out. And I, I've never, you know, the brand was never built on credit. So I've never taken a line of credit for the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Amazing. you know, I keep everything in line. I can, it's just so effed what has happened and to see all of these other brands, you know, when your brand is growing and you're presented with opportunities, sure, you're going to jump and you're going to explore those opportunities but then something like this comes and just wipes everybody out. Mm. I can't even imagine what mm. some of them are going through. It Do just must be. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard. It's quite interesting. You remind me of what Oprah does because Oprah – you know, she's got her finger on the pulse. She always had with her talk show. She signed the checks. Like she knew every part of that business. Right? Mm-hmm. She was like, she still signed the checks today. She's still. I'm not giving it to anybody else. I'm yeah. the one in charge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting. So I think that's a big, big part of it. And I have never overextended myself, no matter how big mm. the brand has gotten. I've never gotten too big for my boots, you know, mm. like 
because it's just I'm not that type of person. But professionally, I've never done that either. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, oh, I don't If um, through the years, has there been a time that you wanted to walk away, like something was so bad or you were in a pickle and you're like, holy shit, how am I going to get out of this? Like has there been a time where you just wanted to throw your hands up and just go, stop it? Of late, (laughs) yes, but for reasons that have nothing to do with COVID or business, my ex-partner who, for whatever reason, he he may be entitled to because we've been living together for more than six months he's trying to do a property split with me wow I, don't worry <laughs> don't worry I'm still in here mm-hmm. um so we were only together for a short period of time but I guess he's seen the success that I have had and at times I'm just like well fuck it sorry yeah if you <laughs> want the money I'm gonna close the business down buddy yeah yeah that's all so yeah but other than that no it's challenging in business, but I've mm. never wanted to walk away. This is my mm. life. This is yeah. everything that I love doing. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Do you think you'd ever go and be a stockist and, and have them in retail shops? Or are you going to stay purely online? Like, do you envisage well, I it am, later on? I've got, I am overseas in the US, a few stockists in Oz, I am. Um, oh, wow. But with the rebrand, yeah, so 2021, we're going to probably be back in bigger store, more stores because yeah. we just had to pull back once the rebrand was mm-hmm. confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we are we're in stores. Oh, fantastic! Well, have you got different lines now? Because when I go onto Instagram, you've got these girls which just motivate me to go and exercise my butt off. They got like gorgeous, gorgeous bodies. I'm like, <laughs> I want to buy that. And I want to look like that. <laughs> what yeah. other lines do you have now for Exist or is there other brands that you have now? Uh, we have children's. I've got children's swim, um, so little girls swim, matching mum and bubs. And the newest Exist line or our first Exist line, I've introduced different textures. So we've got crinkled material. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got ribbed lycras. And pending yes. the COVID production line delays Mm -hmm. we will be going into resort wear so i've dropped off the word swim from the brand name just so we can diversify Mm -hmm. but just pending covid so yeah yeah oh i love resort wear yeah just something like to throw over the outfits and and that stuff i can wear down the street (laughs) yeah Man, I love love the resource stuff. Now, how do they get to know more about you? Where can they follow you? Um, where are some great places? Obviously, where can they order? Let's just go into that for a moment. Exist.com, exist.com, double I-X, double I-S-T dot com. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is exist, double I-X, double I-S-T. Perfect. We, we actually will have the links, guys. Mm-hmm. If you listen to iTunes, you can scroll below and click the link and that will take you straight through to everything about Rebecca, exist, all the links. Otherwise, if you're listening on Android, just go to AnnetteLakovich.com and find the interview today with Rebecca and you'll have all the links there so you can actually go and buy your next hottest pair of bikinis and check out her Instagram yeah. page as well and start following her. You are a mum. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. a very big business. <laughs> how? What is a day like for you or a week? Like how do you do it when you've got your business, you've got your team, you've got your mum, you're with a new partner now, mm. uh, there's time for you. Like mm. how do you – I hate saying the word balance, but what do you, what's a week like in your shoes? 
What does it look like? Yeah, before COVID, it was balanced. So I would know where people were, when they were coming, when they were going, and what exactly was going on. After COVID, you know, we're all split. We're working off Zoom. Um, things are all over the shop, essentially. Um, but I work to a timeline. I will be on group chat saying, this is when we can get on. This is when we have to end the call. I've got to speak to so-and-so at this time. Everyone knows what's happening. Um, I will always try and make time for exercise mm -hmm. in the morning um, and get straight into work. I, you know, I've got help with my baby, my son, mm -hmm. uh, um, and as soon as, you know, we can get a week scheduled down, we'll just bang it out yeah. and go work week by week by week by week, but it's all very structured. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, structure gives you freedom, doesn't it? Need it, yeah. <laughs> Look, I've got two diaries sitting in front of me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's stick to the timelines here because I want to dive into the last couple of questions. We've got different likes of women um, listening. I'd love to get two pieces of your best advice, one for a woman that's in her first year in a startup and then one for somebody that she's a bit more seasoned, like she's been in business for a while. Maybe she needs to shake things up. Maybe she's ready to take it to the next level. What comes mm -hmm. to you right now with some advice for these ladies? For the startups, I want to say for the – earlier ones stay in your lane I've always said this but definitely stay in your lane because it's so easy to be caught up especially now on Instagram with other brands other people how they're posting what they're doing when they post and you lose the identity that you've set like you've got an idea right if you're too busy or too focused on something else that idea will become slowly washed away because you've got the knowledge of everybody else. Mm -hmm. Stay in your lane. Just do what you need to do. Like we said at the start of this call, it flows authentically Yeah, when you're just doing your thing. Mm. Um, Great advice. And because they, when, they, when they're continually looking at somebody else, it does change because their vibration. It changes, yeah, it's 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 not great for them because they do start no. to identify with something else or it hurts their self-esteem or do you know what I mean? Like so I think that's a really good piece of advice. But consumers buy into authenticity and mm. you just want to be, you know, you can tell when influencers are posting stuff that they don't really care about and it's an ad. You're not really compelled to buy it. But if it's a genuine organic post and they love their hat or their bikini, yeah. you can tell the difference. Mm. Um, so yeah. stay in your lane. Yeah, and, and the second lot, I would say stay in tune with your customers because as you grow, your customers do too. But you've got to grow with them. You've got to stay relevant with them. And what worked before is not going to work today. So just grow with them. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, very, very good. Rich oh, good. pieces yeah. of advice that we haven't had. Yeah. yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah. So I finished the show with this question. Okay. I think you've given a bit of a sneak peek, but I'd love to see if you can narrow it down to one, all right? Yeah. What is the one thing that you do? that is a physical activity that makes you the happiest version of you like you just know if you were to do that it just realigns you it gets you away from the desk gets you away from work mm. and it just gets you mm. into Rebecca mode what would it be yeah yeah so work out I just love to feel strong and I love to sweat and just be physically strong mm. um so just working out I need to do that circuit breaker for sure 
What would be your favourite yeah. favourite one? Circuit? Did you say circuit? It was, yeah, circuit breaker. Yeah. Oh, I just mean that to circuit. Oh, breaker. a circuit breaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah. like circuit, like one machine and the next machine. And... <laughs> <laughs> favourite style of exercise? What What do you really yeah. love? Um, I work alone at the gym, so I will just go in and be a maniac by myself yeah. or reformer Pilates. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time thank and gracing you. us with your presence today. Thank you um, for having incredible me. Incredible story and um, such great golden nuggets. So I appreciate your vulnerability and sharing um, everything to be able to help us, you know, step into our level of greatness as well. So thank well, you. Honestly, it's the best policy. I feel like you can't teach this in school. We can't go to uni to study this. So mm-hmm. yeah. the only way you're going to learn is through other people. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Bye. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.